Hey there, folks. What is what? happening, everyone? Hello. Welcome, wow. welcome, welcome. Besides all of that happening. <laughs> We're so happy to be here with a fresh new suit. And, um, you know, just just really, really, really appreciative of everyone watching and sharing and commenting. Please uh, like, subscribe, and share to the ever-growing On Air Brands podcast which is also a live show, which you are viewing right now. So um, first, I wanted to take care of something that uh, is near and dear and close to to OAB. That's an internal thing, on-air brands. <laughs> so um, Devin Bravaco has been at the forefront leading the charge to help feed our medical staff, uh, yeah. especially in New York City. So I just wanted to give her a shout out and give her GoFundMe page a big shout. So Dev, you want to speak a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, we've done about 800 meals so far. I uh, have been focusing on three different hospitals in New York City, um, Bellevue Hospital, like our main Morgan Stanley's Children's Hospital with the NICU unit, and then um, New York Presbyterian, the Columbia location. Uh, so sent over 800 meals already, have um, a few weeks out scheduled. And uh, yeah, we're you know, excited trying to do whatever we can at this time to help other people while we're kind of all home and they're on the forefront. So, um, yeah, trying to help out. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So please put the uh, link into the uh, comments here and we'll post and share that. Um, and at the same time, I'm trying to keep up with our new toys here. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks for that. And please, please check out uh, her GoFundMe page. We will provide that in the link and, and, and contribute and help help our our medical staff do what they do and do best. Uh, so, also I wanted to highlight uh, what you are viewing and listening to is the documentation of the ever growing and sharing on air brands live and on air brands podcast, where you witness the journey and the growth and the pitfalls and and failures that we experience as business owners. Everyone here has their own business and everyone runs their own show outside of the On Air Brands platform. So I just wanted to show love to everyone here. Obviously, Devin, uh, Lisa, our wonderful guest, Carrie Roberts and Josh Carey are all here and we're all going to share and give value and hopefully you'll get something out of it. So thanks everyone for being here. Appreciate everyone on the show and appreciate everyone watching and uh, sharing. So let's do this. Um, I am going to set up a topic for everyone and then we'll, we'll go down sort of round Robin or we could just throw in, but um, I'm, I'm considering everything that's happening, right? There's a lot of people that are, that are going through uh, some difficulties. There are people that are, um, you know, 22 million jobs have been lost and we're very aware of that. And we're, we're very aware of people that are suffering and, and struggling. Um, but at the same time, there are business owners such as ourselves that are trying to figure things out. We're all trying to figure out how do we continue doing what we were doing because we were experiencing the best that America had ever been in terms of the economy and the growth, just historic levels and, and record breaking. And now it's the opposite, right? We're experiencing the complete opposite and how are we going to maintain and keep our heads above water during these times? So the topic mainly is how, as small business owners or solopreneurs, whatever it is you're doing right now, even large to mid-sized businesses, how are you generating income during these trying times? So let's start with, of course, Carrie, because I'm so, so excited to have you here. You just absolutely crushed the last time you were in studio. Now you're here with us virtually. So we're yes. appreciative of that. But yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I want to thank you for bringing me back. Like you said, we were supposed to do this live in the studio for a second time. And, and now we're here, but I'm excited. Um, so I think uh, 
it's funny because even though there, this is crazy times, it's also about the same thing we always talk about. It's about really listening to your customer or your potential customer and what it is that they need and want um, and being able to adjust during those times. So for myself as a branding and content strategist and creation person, um, you know, having to be able to have a good brand and have content and build uh, interest in your business is important all the time. Now it's important more than ever. People are looking to brands to see how are you dealing with things? Who are you? How are you helping out? Um, and so in some ways, people need more help with that. They might not have as much financial means to do it or the same capacity they did before. Uh, but it's interesting. I've gotten new business because people realize the value of it, their home, or now they want to build their personal brand and they're asking, well, how do I do that? What's the strategy? What are things that I can do? So really, a lot of it is really uh, asking questions, listening to who you're talking to, not kind of pushing your own agenda. Um, you know, I had a conversation recently with someone and we talked for about an hour about what they were trying to do, what their goals were, what they were looking for, um, what this person had talked about uh, didn't really fit into the packages that I already have. And so I had to take about an hour and a half to kind of really look at what they were doing, kind of lay out what I thought that I could provide them, what I thought that would cost. And then I sent it to them and I said, you know, take a look. There's no pressure here. Look and see what uh, is you're excited about or what interests you. Um, and they wrote me back the next day and said, okay, these are the things that I would like to do. And so now the next step is, okay, I go through and I kind of reevaluate well, how much time is that going to cost? Uh, what does that look like from a pricing standpoint? Then I can give it back to that person and then we can kind of go from there. So um, I do think it's possible to still get business. It just needs to be done in a different way um, and pivoting and being a little bit more open, but also really, really listening to your customer always. What is it that they want? Not what do you want to push on them? Love it. You have anything Carrie, to can we talk yeah. about... I, I, yeah, I, I love the idea of what you you do. I mean, months ago when we first met and crossed paths, I was very interested and attracted to your your thing. You're a content strategist. So can you put that into in, into uh, uh, play for us? So, for example, use use our business, our company, which I which I know you're familiar with. You were amazingly part of our prior PodMax event in February, right before. You know, we became. Oh, we were all together and able to hug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it was great to have you as part of our live in-person PodMax event, and I know you're already committed to be uh, part of our PodMax Global, the virtual version of PodMax coming up in one month from today, May 22nd. So that's really cool. But if you were to use our company, our brand, our business as a framework for what you do. What do you do? Yeah. So um, I always start with brand first. So I always say it's brand market sell. Brand means clarifying who you are and who you want to attract. Um, believe it or not, most companies are not clear on that. Um, they think, well, I want to attract businesses. Right. Everyone, and so, right. right. Yeah. Um, and so you really want to think about, you know, okay, who am I? What makes me different? You know, if we're talking about your business, uh, I can say firsthand, first of all, I've experienced it having been at one of your events. So um, that helps me to understand who you are in the first place. And even, you know, Josh, we've talked about this before on the last show. Um, the way you reached out to me on LinkedIn is the proper way to do it. Uh, again, you said, hey, Carrie, I see you're doing this. I really like your podcast because of this. Here's something that I can offer you. Um, and so it started off already as a give instead of an of a take, which was really nice. Um, you know, we had a conversation. I came on your show and then you talked about, okay, we have this event. Um, now I'm starting to see what it is. I mean, you all did a tremendous job and the people you brought. I was impressed to have in Trenton, New Jersey, people from all over the world coming to your event. I thought that was amazing. So kudos to you guys. Um, so you've done a really good job with that. So it's really, again, clarifying like who we are. So for you guys, from my perspective and like a quick thing, it would be, okay, we produce these kind of events where podcasters have the opportunity to get, uh, you know, new, new guests on their show, because a lot of podcasters have the problem of not being able to get enough um, content. And then you have the other side where people say, well, I want content. I want to be seen and heard. How can I do this all in one day? Oh, I can come for eight hours and get eight shows. 
that's a value, right? So that's what makes you different. That would be your brand. And then you're really thinking about who am I trying to attract? Um, am I trying to attract any business owner? Am I trying to attract solo entrepreneurs? Am I trying to attract authors, coaches? Like that might be something you want to work on defining. Um, and then you're creating content based on that. So usually I'll go through that whole brand uh, thing. I'll ask a lot of questions. I'll do research on the company. I'll go through, we'll say, okay, how do we want to do this from a brand side? My specialty is in podcasting, audio, voice, social media. Um, it's not to say that website, SEO, other things are not important. That's just not my area. And then I'll create kind of a plan through content. So a perfect example of one of the things that I do quite often, um, I have three podcast shows, two of them we do video. And I will have the video, I turn it into audio, I'll take a clip of it, I'll post it on social, um, I'll put the proper hashtags, I'll tag the correct people. So again, it's not about, oh, I'm just going to hashtag anything and everything or message everyone. It's really being clear. What's my message here? Who am I trying to attract? What am I about um, when I'm going forward through everything? Wonderful. Yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, it's really brilliant. Josh, did you want to talk a bit about how you're continuing to build and create and uh, provide value, but at the same time, generate income for your business? Yeah, well, um, I should say, I was going to say luckily, but you know, as entrepreneurs, you know that luck is all uh, strategically uh, inspired and some things are luck, some things are not. And uh, hey, thanks for this single shot. I really appreciate it. Oh, wow. Excuse me. Okay, cool. Fine. Here we are playing with the toy. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Uh, back, back to you, Steve. Um, but, uh, I feel like you should be doing the weather. <laughs> yeah. I got new toys. There's going to be a cold front moving right over here. <laughs> over here. It's just going to push. Gonna Did push. I, what was that? The Bill Murray movie? By the way, I predicted this. So we did a dry run of all of the bells and whistles here prior to the live because I knew Josh Carey would do this. I said, Josh is going to go down rabbit holes. He's going to make jokes about all of this. So I'm glad we got a lot of it out of the way because this would have been 20 minutes. So I just saved the audience. All 17 people watching. Um, oh, but so yeah. you really want to hear You really want to hear how I'm uh, stuffing my I bank mean, account during this morning. Hey, do you want me to tee it up? I, I'll tee it up for you. But um, no. Yeah. One of the things I don't really talk about is even before we met, which is um, still not one year ago, if you can believe it, Wow, yeah. uh, which always interests me. Yeah. So um, even before we met and even before the hidden entrepreneur, which is uh, inside of two years old, um, I spent 10 years running my own digital marketing agency, building websites and SEO and all that good stuff. Um what I was able to do under that business is create a product and service that was uh, residual monthly recurring income, which is a thing, you know, a lot of people preach as an entrepreneur, if you can find a way to create value on an ongoing, consistent subscription or monthly um, way, try to go for that. And luckily, I've been able to do that uh, 10, 10 plus years running. And I have a few hundred clients to this day that still pay me monthly for a, a website service that I continue to provide them. But I have very little hands-on day to day because over time I've been able to step out of that portion of the business and have the tools and people in place to make that run. So that gives me the ability to have some, some moments of dry spell if I need, some moments of working on a new business and a new model that we're doing here that, that may not provide instant income in certain instances where I have to roll up the sleeves and say, okay, uh, it might take us a few months to get some uh, um, cash flow coming in. But thankfully, I have that other uh, monthly recurring income coming in. Yeah, I want to I want to also piggyback on what you're saying because you're in the world to, to what we're doing with our brands and Max and anyone who's watching, anyone who's who's searching for answers, I highly recommend that you build a platform if you don't already have one. So Carrie touched on this. Um, we do it in many different ways on our brands, Podmatter or personal brands. 
um, whatever you can do to leverage your platforms or build platforms to create content. So right now it's, it's, it's all about delivering content because what's happening? Our, our personally audience has doubled during this quarantine. Um, why is that? You know, many different reasons. One is mainly people, have, there's more eyeballs on the screen because we're home. We're not traveling. We're not doing everything that we normally do, all the distractions and shopping and, and all the craziness. So um, now is the time to create content. Now is the time to double down on all the things that you've been waiting to do because what are we doing? We're, we're here with, with twiddling our thumbs and we're either watching Netflix or we're, 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 we're looking for the distractions, but you can leverage this time and get into good habit and ritual so that you can start to create new content for yourself. If you're already doing it, what's the next level? We were already doing it. Right? We were doing it live. We're doing it in studios. So now is the opportunity to build. And what we have done is we're, we've already launched a masterclass. A lot of you participated in that. A lot of you have viewed it. So a lot of you understand what we're doing. That's free. So I highly recommend anyone out there who has the ability, and you can still set this up even if you are in early stages, of creating content that offers a ton of value to people and, and offers solutions to what people need in their lives or in their business. So once you do that and you've established something that you can help people with, you create that video platform, that content platform, and you begin to offer free content, free solutions, and instructional videos like we're doing with our masterclass. So I'm going to give you behind the scenes what we're doing. So I'm going to, I'm going to since everybody else has got the big screen here, I'm going to give myself a little big screen. So, um, yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, so... Uh, I'll get on my soapbox for two minutes and then I'm going to get off of it. Just I want to I want to help people with this. So, hey Eric, quick question before yeah. you get going. Can you hear me? Um, um, do you have Do you have any access windows open? Your uh, internet was uh, lagging for just a bit. Uh, I probably do. Hold on, let me quit some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let me close. Hopefully that helped. All right. So, you you want to create content you want to create classes something that offers free value or something that people can easily take and implement into their lives so you give that you create that you offer and offer and offer and give 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 and then eventually what you do is you have a library of content that people can go to and pick and choose what it is that you want to implement at that time you create live experiences such as this right so you create something for people to come to and and view and experience right there in the moment and then also they can go back to building your catalog of of that those stagnant videos and then eventually over time and it doesn't have to be years it could be a few weeks it could be a few months you can begin to monetize it you can begin to monetize what you're doing so if you watch what we're doing it's basically the blueprint the blueprint of what we're doing which is you offer free value you offer classes which help people and then you start bring things in the higher level for those who are ready, those who still want to invest in their business, in their marketing, the people that are understanding that this is a temporary moment in time where you know the world isn't collapsing, the sky isn't falling, we're all going to come back, it's all going to get back to normal, and we can begin to start to leverage everything that we built over time during quarantine, and hopefully... <laughs> You were able to do it. You were hopefully you're able to leverage everything and build during this time. So that's my, and hopefully that helps people. And what are you laughing at, Josh? <laughs> Listen, Eric. Okay, we're gonna pull the we're gonna pull the curtain back for a minute here. Um, so within our little uh, uh, system here, we're going live in this new tool, this new toy we're using. Uh, we're all very excited about it. Um, we have uh, we have a private chat box here for all of us that we can see. Um, five minutes ago when you started talking, your dialogue was breaking up a little bit. So it could have been my internet. I'm like, hey, is anyone else hearing Eric break up a little bit? And everyone's like, yeah, I thought it was me. I thought it was me. He's breaking up. So that's when I was like, okay, 
okay, Eric, you might like, are, are you breaking up? You might have too many windows there. Uh, so then we like, let it go. You're like, okay, I'm going to close the windows. Then you go solo screen and you start talking again and you're still breaking up and we're all talking. We're like, he's still breaking up. And we're like, maybe somebody should tell him. No, you tell him. I'm not going to tell him. You tell him. It's on Facebook. Somebody's got to tell him. He's got such great content. How do you know he's got great content? You can't hear any of it. It's really hard to listen to. Should we tell him? Oh, good. He stopped talking. Why are you laughing, Josh Carey? Now we're up to real time. Oh, right. That was behind the curtain for sure. Oh, well. yeah, you guys are just going to have to, uh, you know, call me and I'll, I'll give you that information over the phone. Brilliant, Eric. It really was. Well, we basically, we can recap what he was saying because it was so good and just the importance of uh, taking action, creating content, building your library is what you're saying and that you guys have been doing that at PodMax and it's been helping your business as a whole. So um, that was the the gist okay. overall. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's better than that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But no, we're good. And, and one of the, good. I'll, I'll shut up. And now. one of the views. And one of the viewers on Facebook, you can pull up the link. Annie Henderson is asking, link for the masterclass still available. Uh, if you haven't yet texted in to be on our notification list, you can text the word PODMAX to 33777, and we will keep you in the loop and give you all of the reminders you need to participate. Um, if you want to watch the first masterclass we did, uh, we can link to it. It's somewhere on the On Air Brands page eventually, right? We should pull it, put it on the PodMax website and we're going to package them. Once all of the uh, series one episodes, four to five weeks down the road, once they, they're they out there, we're going to collect them all and, and make them all available. But right now they are somewhere on the um, on the On Air Brands page. The yeah, there you go. It, it feels like we're, we're CNN analysts or something. Breaking news. Um, Josh, can I suggest, because I think Carrie, she actually used the word clarity and that really, that's the first, um, that's the first episode, basically the first segment of masterclass. So for someone that may be just kind of popping in, do you want to talk a little bit about what the masterclass is and, and so appropriate to what Carrie mentioned that the topic is clarity and how important it is in, as part of your message? Yeah, Absolutely. The bottom line is that what we're offering through these uh, handful of weekly masterclass videos is how to activate your audience, we're calling it. Simply put, hey, so good to see you. <laughs> Simply put. <laughs> it's got to. It's got to happen. I'm Not sorry. It's to you. Do your thing. Don't go down the rabbit yeah, hole. Thank you. So the math to... The masterclass is just, a way for, is just a way for you as entrepreneur or business owner to activate your audience. What does that mean? Well, anything you do, whatever product, service, or offer you're about, because remember, we're in business for some sort of uh, financial return. That's the only reason we're in business. I, I don't mean that's the only reason we're in business. I mean, that's a fundamental reason we are in business is to get a financial return. So what we do is we try to push out and attract the right people to give us a financial investment into what we're offering. So we have to come up with all the ways we can get our audience's attention, how we first get their attention, how we then get them to care what in the world we're saying, who we are and what we're doing. And then finally, how we get them to choose to invest in our offer. Then we need to determine how we take all that to activate our audience. Everything we put out should not fall on deaf ears, right? We want what we're putting out to have a result back. So there's a conversation, there's a give and take. How do you do it? It starts with making sure that you're coming to the table with your best foot forward. You have to know who you are, why you're that person and what you're about. And we've developed what we call the four C's that we take ourselves through the process. And we also take 
uh, our clients through the process. Uh, it begins with clarity, knowing full well, being crystal clear on your message, your story, who you are, why you're that person, how you got that way, and figuring out how to infuse all of that into your messaging. This is exactly what Carrie was talking about. Uh, then we talk about community, how you then take all that and how you reach the proper community to activate. Then we talk about uh, connection, how you connect all of this to your overarching goals, dreams, and desires for yourself and your business. And finally, it's about collaboration. You, you know nothing isolates with just you. You need the right people. You need the right team. You need the right colleagues. You need the right people to support you. So we talk about how you find these people, how you get them to take notice. Case in point right here, the fact that I am sitting here right here right now is about that collaboration. A year ago, me and Eric happened, happened to cross paths and I was in the right frame of mind, the right place at the right time to attract this kind of situation, to attract Eric to say, hey, I like you. I like what you're about. Why don't you come and visit my studio in Jersey? And um, I did, and here we are. So that's the four C's. That's what we 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 dig deep into during the masterclass. Bobby, thanks awesome. for clarifying that. Um, it's 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 a lot of fun. You know, it's 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 an opportunity for us to to share our experience um, and, and the things that worked for us and the things that didn't work. Um, but yeah, we could we should probably highlight more of the steps that. Um, you know, didn't necessarily have success, but could actually help other people you know, because I don't want to just continue highlighting all the stuff that, yeah, this crushed it and this was amazing. There are things that I think people can learn from from what we tested and tweaked. There's because there, we're always continuing to to you know fail for lack of a better word, so that we can you know come out the other side with lessons learned. But um, anybody else have anything to add, Evan or Lisa, to to Potentially growing business, Lisa. How are you growing, or how are you, you know, trying to keep some momentum during this time? I think I got the question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you never know because well, think, you know, Josh Cox, friend, <laughs> he resets everything. We can. I'm reading. We're reading lips. Um, no, it's uh, right now. Um, it, it's all uh, to me. It's all about stability. Um, yeah. I've been waiting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's all about stability. It's stability of our businesses and stability of our clients. Um, what I'm trying to do is create that stability for people that may have been in the process of trying to buy and letting them know that, you know, everyone has pivoted so they can still, you know, that they can still buy their property. They can still uh, look for properties on a very, you know, on a very um, limited basis and, and, there's caveats in that and that a lot of people aren't showing them and we have to, you know, go through certain protocols with protective gear and things like that uh, to make sure that everyone stays safe. Um, and then people that were thinking of selling or that were on the market, you know, respecting their current um, situations where they may not want to have people come into their homes, but letting them know that this too shall pass that you know the the you know keeping them updated on the market keeping them updated on what every you know just trying to communicate with my peers and other people that are you know also actively in the real estate market and finding out what's happening out there and communicating that with the with the sellers so you know letting them know that you know if we don't do something now let's prepare let's do everything we can to prepare and it will pass and we will get to the point that we can go kind of back to a full um you know a, a full real estate market the interesting part is that there's been a big pivot as far as utilizing technology which i i really embraced because one of my goals was to use video a lot more and to just put myself out there and try it. Well, through this situation, I've had no choice, basically. Um, we've done video walkthroughs of properties, doing Facebook Live open houses, doing Zoom open houses, and registering people and having them you know, walk through the house with you on a real-time basis. And so that stability of 
things will continue. There are ways to, to continue marketing properties and communicating via Zoom meetings, um, but we're just going to change them a little bit. And being, I think being excited about utilizing the technology and being excited about um, showing these tools to clients um, has actually you know, I think created, you know, different relationships and, and created kind of uh, bonds with people where they're excited about learning something new and trying something new. So my big thing has been stability and communication and knowing that this too shall pass and sharing that with clients and giving them, I think, a comfort level. Um, that goes back to my message, having a clear message with with my clients or potential clients in that, I'm still out there working and, you know, staying abreast of the market just in a different way. Lisa, I have a question with your market. It's how do you feel about the virtual aspect, you know, Matterport, you know, all these other companies that right. do the three-dimensional dollhouse, you know, do you think that that is going to start elevating and those companies are going to really find success during these times? It's interesting because I literally just had that that experience where um, Matterport basically is a tool where it's a 3D camera, it's a 3D dimensional camera that you can you can actually photograph or video every room in a in a property, and it creates almost like a 3D virtual tour where you can actually almost walk through the property by pointing yourself in each direction. So you could be in the kitchen and you could look as closely zoom in and see what the brand of refrigerator is. And then you can zoom back out. You can turn around, you can go into the living room. You, okay. you know, if they, you can look at the type of window, I mean, you can zoom in and out. So you're in control as a consumer. Um, so I am not, I, and I've said this to somebody, I'm not a big fan of using, utilizing that before this situation, because I think it, it gives you a false sense of the home, the dimensions of the home, the feel, the look. I don't think you get the, you know, there's nothing like being there. It's almost like, you know, it's great to see you guys on the screen, but it's nothing like being with you in person. And that's the way yeah. I feel about, you know, the Matterport. It gives away so much information Maybe I don't go visit the house because, you know, I feel like, oh, I've seen it. But, you know, maybe if I'm standing in the house and I go, wow, look at the view. I could see myself eating breakfast here or having coffee here. So um, now in this situation that we're in, Matterport is, you know, people are getting business opportunities that they have never gotten before because it's really the best tool out there to give you the clearest perspective on a property. I've heard of people from New York City using a Matterport tour at a property. They buy the property sight unseen simply based on the Matterport. And what if you coupled it with New York City? What if you coupled it with a VR headset? You know, and I mean that would really bring the experience home, yeah. right? Literally. Yeah. And because... that's another, yeah, that would be another tool. Yeah. I mean, Dev, what do you utilize, um, you know, for your properties? Because I know you're, you're, you're at the higher end, you're in the A, you know, class sort of homes. What do you leverage? And do you think you would leverage, you know, once your homes are flipped and they're ready to go on the market using Matterport, especially if we're still during, you know, this, this, this day and age of everyone stay at home. Is it something that you would look into or embrace? Yeah. I mean I mean, I'm open to it. I think um, it's interesting. I think like one way for us right now is, and we really haven't um, done it in the past, but for this home, we're kind of doing like an exclusive listing um, just to the brokerage of uh, what's to come and kind of releasing like the plans and releasing any information that we have on the house. And so trying to go digital in a sense, um, not putting it really on the MLS, but kind of showing what's to come. Um, but I think we would be open to it. I mean, I think for us, it makes sense to kind of let somebody in the home. Again, to Lisa's point, you can't get like the full feel of the house, um, you know, but for us on the other side, it's more so to kind of give access to whoever we can to get um, to see the house, to see the feel, to kind of get the the gist of um, of the layout and and who's around. So I think yeah, I mean, we're open to it. Um, we're trying to kind of get the name of the house and the address and what's coming um, out there right now to try to kind of get more, um, you know, attraction to it. Uh, the other thing, you know, 
on the, no pun intended, on the flip side of things, um, doing like the renovations right now is definitely like a little bit tricky. Um, you know, we're renovating an apartment and it's um, one trade in, one trade out. So it definitely takes a little bit longer to do as well for the time being, but kind of try and take this time and, and do whatever we can to, uh, you know, to kind of get it you know, get, get things aligned so that, you know, an apartment did, uh, and we're also kind of looking into like the house that we have to kind of, to rent that house as well, um, before, beforehand. Um, but we're also trying to find, um, if we can kind of do like a rent to buy, uh, for the house, uh, that we have in Chatham too, because again, that's like a higher price point, um, for, you know, a luxury list in a nice area in Chatham, New Jersey. So, um, yeah, that, we're kind of a lease option not to get in the weeds, but what did you say? Rent, rent to buy. Is that, is that a considered a lease option? Uh, yeah. So it would be a lease, uh, like it basically would be a lease for, we would say like six months. Um, and then it, we kind of, you know, would have to figure out a little bit more in depth on, um, how it would go, but that's something that we're kind of putting out there as well for right now. Yeah. It's, it's really tough for investors right now, you know, myself included. It's just like, you know, decisions being made, Hey, you don't have to pay your rent. You know, I'm just gonna, uh, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, it, no consequences, you know, as a result of these decisions being made, I mean, there's, it's huge repercussions, um, on that industry and, and everyone who's trying to help provide homes for people, um, you know, to think that, Hey, just don't pay the rent. That's fine. But, you know, give us an option to at least have a conversation with our tenants, yeah. you know, to say, Hey, you know, and, and, and thankfully some of my tenants are still paying, but, um, you know, at a discount, at a deep discount anyway. Uh, I think the hardest part too um, is like different towns have different rules. So like the yeah. the town in Chatham, um, like we're considered non-essential, and so all the meetings are canceled. So we can't do anything with the house right now. Um, so you know that that that's how we're trying to kind of show like what's to come and do like an exclusive listing and try to get like the word out there of what's to come. And you know I feel like you know using our brand to kind of put out like this product is coming, like this is what to expect. Um, so trying to kind of go digital in that sense to show people what's to come. Um, so like your hands are tied, but then, you know, on the flip side, um, an apartment that we're renting or renovating um, has no problems. And, you know, we've been doing inspections uh, virtually actually. Um, and, you know, we've been having one trade in, one trade out and, you know, everyone wears masks and, um, so just a different environment and trying to like learn and adapt to it. Absolutely. So, so Devin has created a brand. Um, it, we flash it up on the screen, just divine properties. So for those of you out there who say, you know, I don't have a brand yet, or I just started a brand. I don't have an audience yet. Uh, Carrie, how would you speak to that audience to say, you know, cause there are a lot of people, especially that come through our RIA, uh, real estate uh, association where, that's the thing that holds them up. That's the thing that prevents them from taking the next step because they say, I, how, how would I create a platform and talk to people if I don't have anything, you know? So what, what do you say to those folks? Um, so I always talk about, you also have a personal brand too. It's not just a business brand. You know, I've talked to a lot of people from LinkedIn that have reached out that, uh, have lost their job and they say, well, what do I do now? Um, and I always say, you know, you're a person first. So you want to brand yourself first, uh, if you're somebody who works for someone else. Um, but if you're, for example, in the real estate, uh, industry, people buy from people they like and feel like that understand them. Right. So like if you are a female realtor who is married with six kids and somebody is also a female married with six kids, they might be more interested in hearing what you have to say versus the new 25 year old male. Um, and so it's it's really thinking about who are you as a person? Again, what makes you unique? You know, even before all of this, why should someone work with you as a realtor versus somebody else? How can you kind of showcase your personality? But also, what are the most common questions that you get asked, right? Can you create a piece of content on that, whether that is a podcast, a video, a written piece, uh, a voice application, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, just like Lisa was saying, you know, the, 
I don't remember what it's called, but the thing you were saying where it shows the inside of the house, that's never going to replace, like you said, being in there, but it's always going to be supplemental because if you have a client who has the ability to buy multiple houses, but travels a lot for work, that's going to save them so much time and be an asset, not only now, but in the future. So really be thinking about what do people ask you all the time? What are those common questions um, that you feel like you just keep repeating yourself about? What are things you feel people should know? Be an authority on your space and then showcase your personality and put the content out there. Again, it's a long game. It's not going to be, oh, I'm going to put one piece of content and it works. It needs to be consistent. It needs to be over time. And you'll start to build that brand over time. Love it. I think to add, true. Yeah. Go ahead, to add to that, I think like um something that like I've realized during this time too. So like I've always been like a person, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but like I've always been a person that tries to like give and kind of connect with like the community around us and and try to like meet whoever, you know, if we're doing a renovation project, like I'm known for like you know, my fiance and I literally will bake something and make like little packages for each neighbor and we'll go and we'll introduce ourselves. We'll give our card. Like, you know, if you need something, if something's going wrong, if you see something, call us, like text us, like, you know, we're here um, and we'll give them, you know, cookies or something, try to introduce ourselves. And so, you know, something, you know, with that being said, you know, now kind of flipping into like the pandemic we're kind of in right now, you know, it kind of went from, you know, I just tried to raise money to, to feed nurses and hospitals because, I mean, selfishly, they were my friends and I saw what they were doing. And, um, you know, obviously it turned into something a little bit bigger. And, you know, I'm grateful for all the support that we've had from it. But I've had so many people reach out to us and, you know, I'm very active on social media. And so it turned into something else that I wasn't expecting. And it's not why we're doing it. Um, but a lot of people have reached out being like, I really appreciate everything you're doing during this time. And thank you for putting your energy towards this. And um, I think what you're doing is amazing. And we've had so many different comments. And again, not the reason we're doing it, but I think it builds like our brand and, and it shows really who we are as individuals. You know, me and my fiance are, are trying to connect people and give as much as we can. And so to go off of like the brand, I think it helps in a way. Um, yeah, I would agree, Devin, because you're showcasing, you care about your local community, you care about healthcare workers, and you're saying, okay, the best way that I could do it is through food. Some people are sewing masks, some people are doing other things. So I think that's a great example of how you're showcasing again your personal brand within the business that you run as well. Yeah, thank you. And I think, you know, like, like I said, like, what we can't renovate a property right now, like, like, our hands are tied in certain ways. And that's, you know, like, that's what we do. Um, so trying to utilize, you know, the brand and the awareness that we've built up and kind of help in, in the time right now. Um, and, you know, hoping that that kind of continues to grow our brand and, our, you know, our following and, and people see who we are as individuals and, and like that. And I think that then buys into some more and hopefully they like our product that we put out there. <laughs> what this all ties into is something we've brought up in the past is exactly how Simon Sinek puts it. People do not buy what you do. They buy why you do it. That is all we are saying here. People do not buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So it's our slash your responsibility as an entrepreneur to not just flood your audience with, hey, buy my product, hire me, buy my service. You have to, like Carrie pointed out, it's a long game and you have to go into that ready for that. But you have to figure out why you're waking up in the morning, why you're spending your time doing any of this. That's what I've done through the hidden entrepreneur over the past few years. I started understanding who I am, what my message is, what my story is, and consistently, deliberately, over and over again, sprinkling that through every single thing I post, every single thing I do, all the videos I make, all the episodes I make, all the pictures that I post have some semblance of me through it, my story. And because I hope through that, it's going to reach the right people and somebody's going to say, my goodness, I get it. Yes, I was the same way. Or I had my version of your story. And I I like that. I, I like you. I appreciate you. And that's that's the first activation. 
getting their attention. Now I'm getting them to care a little bit because I'm exposing parts of myself that I think could help the right other people. So as an entrepreneur, we know, you know, you have an incredibly brilliant head on your shoulders. You are so smart. You are so hardworking. The thing that you have created and want to offer the world is able to help so many. If only they connected who you are with that solution to that problem. And it's not just saying, buy my product buy my service, hire me. It's putting that aside for a moment and saying, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is why I get out of bed and show up every single day. These are the stories. You know what just happened to me today and make it relevant to who you are and what you're offering secondary and then everything comes full circle. Again, we know you are smart. You're brilliant. You have a good head on your shoulders. And the thing you're offering can and will help so many. But it's not just about pushing that into the face of others. It's about coming to the table, having a clear understanding of who you are, why you show up in the morning. And to tie it into what in the world we're doing through PodMax is we've created this PodMax global virtual event to help you as the entrepreneur tell that story on at least three podcast shows in your industry and will help you become the best guest ever. We will work with you directly before that event on May 22nd to make sure that you are positioned perfectly, that you can show up and not just pitch your product or service on episodes. That's never what being a guest is about. It's about knowing how to share your story, how to answer the questions so perfectly that it's engaging it's intriguing, and it's compelling. Podmax.co, if there's any interest in helping you create the best version of yourself to become the best guest ever so you can continue to change the world in the way that you know you can. I love Beautiful. it. I love it. Beautiful. Yeah, it's um, it's all about how you, how you provide solutions for people. So, yeah, I just want to uh, go off of that real quick, if you don't mind. Um, I think, you know, from the other end, if you're somebody who is hosting a show or even having a conversation, uh, one of the things I always do that always helps out in the long run is at the end of every conversation phone call I have is I say, is there anything I can help you with or anyone I can connect you with at this time? Um, and I would say 90% of the time someone gives an answer. And that gives you a really good idea of how you can help them, how you can give. Um, and then they're usually so grateful for the connection or for the help. Or sometimes it leads to a conversation of like, well, wait, can you tell me more about what you do? Or it's an opportunity for you to say, hey, do you know that I do that? Or I could help you with that. Um, sometimes they don't say anything, but it's just a very genuine natural question to ask at the end that can really kind of help, again, build more relationships and opportunities for yourself as well. It's beautiful. No, thanks for adding that because it's so true. You know, when, when, when you meet someone and you have this abundance mindset and you want to help more people by, by just offering and offering and, and, and providing value, um, you tend to take on too much at times. You know, and that's what was happening uh, before all of this went down. Uh, we were getting very specific and honing our message and and uh, actually saying no to potential opportunities because it wasn't fitting within our wheelhouse of in our offerings. Um, but like you said, Carrie, it was all about, well, if we can't help you, let's help you find who can. So we just had someone recently, Devin and I were talking about a potential client that was coming in that has a product um, that we just never, an industry that we didn't service, you know, fly fishing is <laughs> a fly fishing industry. And they came to us asking for help. And um, this might be something for you, Carrie, where, you know, we can provide people that could help because they're looking for a boutique agency. They're looking for someone that can help brand and uh, launch a product. And we said, you know what, we want to help you. We spent a good hour uh, in a conversation with them, getting to know what they, their goals are and and who they were as, as individuals and really were tempted to help but 
when we went back and we had a team meeting and said, you know what, this isn't our focus. We're trying to create and build something else. We have a team very specific to events now, and we're just not going to be able to give the quality of service that we normally would provide. And we wouldn't be able to really um, focus on that industry because we're not industry experts. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's all about how you can help, how you can continue to help, even if you're not doing it directly. Um, making that connection is key. I mean, that's how we're all here together, right? Somebody referred to someone and someone met someone and we're all here as a big happy family to provide and to help and offer value. But um, anybody else have anything they want to add if we want to continue with this theme? Usually we go off topic, um, which we didn't really. We really stayed focused um, for this show. But um, anything else anyone want to add to the show here? Yeah. Yeah. You remember, Eric, you remember Max Headroom, right? Yeah, of course. I'm a child of the 90s. That's, yes, that's who sort of you're uh, sounding like. You know what's weird about that is um, I'm not the one hosting this on a server, although it's, I guess, because I'm the one that's putting it together. It's it's somehow slowing my connection down. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I want to tap into real quick what Carrie mentioned, and there was one word that she used: genuine. Um, and you know, I've been in real estate for 15 years, and when I first started out, um, the reason I think I gravitated towards clients is because it was I was genuine. I really wanted to help them, and I got so much fulfillment out of when someone bought or sold, you know, even if it was a really challenging transaction, and. I found it hard years ago to then go out and and you know um, and market myself and you know put put myself out there as well come work with me because I was almost like conflicted. Well, I you know I love doing this. I'm passionate about it. And then it be and then I kind of was able to say okay, but that's part of who what your brand is, who you are, how you build relationships, and then it became so much easier. Because I was I was communicating with what I believed in, which and and Eric, you say this all the time. People work with people that they if they know, like and trust you, and you say that a lot. Um, and I really believe that's so true. And when you take that, um, you know, and you're able to to basically communicate it with potential clients, um, that's where to me again, going back to this this time we're in that stability that comes, I think that comes through. So that, I think that was right on point, Carrie, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I agree with you, Lisa. And I think the other thing is, I know people might be uh, struggling at this point. We will get through it. So if you think about, again, always put your mental health first. There are some days you just are just not feeling up to it and that's totally normal uh, at this time. So I don't want it to feel like anyone should feel pressure that they have to do anything. Um, but if you feel comfortable, you know, try, try things. It's only going to help you in the long run. If you spend the next couple months building up your brand and your content and like people are getting to know you and you're trying new ways to show off what you do, that's only going to serve you well later on. So maybe you don't get new business right now, but in six months you do because of the work you're doing now. So it's, it is a long game. It helps whether it's this time or a year ago. Love it. Love everything Carrie is saying. Thank you so much for being the voice um, since I'm apparently Max Headroom now. Uh, but I'll try to speak slowly. Maybe that's what it is. But um, yeah, I, I think that also I want to highlight, you know, and piggyback off what every, everyone is saying here is um, you have to put the time in and you have to also put the time in and the energy to to trust in the process and know that what you're investing in, you're investing your time and your energy and your thoughts to create a brand, whether it's a personal brand or your business brand, um, to, like Carrie said, in gain and, and, and reap the benefits and the dividends in the long run. So the long run, all of this pays off. On Air Brands has been um, only in existence for two years. All right. And we've pivoted during that time. We had to pivot from being a branding and marketing agency to now a podcast creation, podcast production and event space podcast, um, you know, events called PodMax. So these are things that, you know, over time, 
you have to trust, even though it sounds crazy. This show, for example, right, Lisa? Absolutely. A year ago, over a year ago, we did this. No one was watching. No one was commenting. Now we've built an audience of 500 to 15 to 2,000 people watching these videos as we put them out each week. We just trusted, trusted that if we continue to do this on a consistent basis, we have to add five C's, by the way, Josh, because consistency should be in there. Mm-hmm. And once you're consistent with your message and your and and whatever you're delivering content-wise, whether you're doing live or you're blogging or you're just posting, as long as you're continuing to do it each and every day, week, month, you'll see results. You'll see results. Well, yeah, well, uh, um, two extra C's um, are are now baked in, but it doesn't make it the six C's. It's still the four C's. And how I've been framing it, I, I, how I've been framing it is something like you need two additional C's in order to execute on this. And really quickly, they are confidence and consistency. You get the confidence by knowing what you're about, what you're doing, what your message is, what your offering is. And you get the consistency by by knowing why you're doing it day in and day out, by having that motivation, that inspiration, whatever your reason for existing and doing and offering is, make that so strong, so clear, you'll have the consistency. And that's two more C's. Six C's coming to you soon. I like it. Yeah, consistency. I mean, just to piggyback off of that, I that's the biggest thing. It's just like if you're uh, you know, you're exercising, right? Do you exercise once a day randomly or do you do it every day? You know, you're gonna see a difference. So um so I think the other thing to just uh piggyback off of this, just one thing I hear a lot, maybe you guys did too. People always come to me and say, I want more views, I want more likes. Um, and I always talk about, well, what's the real reason why yeah. don't matter? Um, I have had things that have had 2000 likes or views, and I've had things that have had 10. And the one that had 10 was the one that one person watched that became a client. So it doesn't matter of how many likes or shares or things of that nature. Yeah, there are more people seeing it. But who's seeing it? You only need one person to be seeing it to create an opportunity. So um, really focusing on why you're doing things um, and just be consistent with it. And don't worry about the numerical stuff as much. Love it. Brilliant. All right, folks. Well, we're coming to the hour here. Um, Any last thoughts? Any last words? Like Josh mentioned, we do have an event coming up. We're bringing PodMax back which we have now called PodMax Global because Carrie also pointed out that when she came to our, our studio in New Jersey, we had people from all over the country, all over the world visiting us. So now that's just going to happen even more because it's the virtual nature. It doesn't matter where you are. Come on in to PodMax Global, May 22, and we'll you know do what we do and do what we do best which is put your message, broadcast your brand. And, uh, you know, we hope to see you there. We hope to have you and host you. Devin and Lisa are creating and crushing as well as Jake. Um, So it's a nice fluid system for everyone to experience, frictionless. So I'm trying to speak slowly. Is that working? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say on your PodMax event too, I was impressed by how kind everyone that was there, not only your company that was working all the guests, all the podcast hosts, you know, willing and ready to talk and have conversations. It was just a nice event with a good group of people. And I think what you're saying for people that want to attend, this is if you're somebody that's like, I understand the value of content, but I don't have the time. Well, you can get anywhere from like three to eight pieces of content from Mm -hmm. audio alone, which you can turn into other things from their one event. And I think that uh, is what they do really well because most people need kind of that one shot and you've got three to eight different types of shows. You're going to have different conversations, um, that are going to help you as well. Uh, and it's just a, it's, it's a really nice mix from both sides as a podcaster. It's great to meet new people too. Oh, thank you for that. We appreciate it. I think that this is, I think that this is a, um, a real, uh, case in point here. What's that saying that done is better than perfect. Uh, there was a lot of imperfect pieces to this show today, but big deal, 
right? We'll get over it. I don't think it's knocking any of it of us down. We're not going to lose sleep over it. But it just shows that you have to just continue to put in the work, continue to show up and not beat yourself up and just get things out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Very true. Yeah. Love, 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 folks. Look at this. Right on time. Wow. It's a 59 minutes um, and, and we're wrapping up. So thank you everyone so much for tuning in, for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, hit up uh, the GoFundMe page that Devin had provided so that we can help our medical staff during these trying times. And uh, hopefully next time we'll um, you know bring more, more cool opportunities, uh, offer value in your life and you know a better connection for me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com.